The Red Sox, they lost two games to the Yankees this weekend, and that makes me very happy. Good afternoon, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Coming up on the show today, oh boy, we got a big one for you. Jay Bruce going to the Phillies. We got uh, AF, the, the NFC top questions for all the NFC teams out there. Of course, we're talking about all the goals the Bruins scored the other day and the NBA Finals. Stick with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports starts now. Yippee-i-okay, hi, hey, howdy, doody, welcome, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast with me, Nick Drago. Coming up on the show, wait, I did that part already, <laughs> sorry, it's been one of those weekends. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. For those of you who are new out there and have not had the pleasure of joining us before, this is the Sports 3X Podcast or Sports 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 with Nick Drago. Now, our goal is to give you all the sports news and information from the previous week while giving you some insight into what to expect for the next week. I personally love it. If you love it too, find us on Twitter, SoundCloud, Facebook, and Twitter, SoundCloud, Facebook. I always forget one. What did I forget? Twitter, SoundCloud, Facebook, and... Huh. Well, it'll come to me. By the way, we are also now on Google App, uh, Google Play. We're on Stitcher. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on so many different, honestly, so many different podcast uh, stations. I can't even stand it. We're on so many more podcasts than I ever thought possible. We're trying to get on Spotify, too. Um, so kudos to everybody out there who's been listening to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Let me try this again. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, and huh, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, wow, and the YouTube, which is probably where you're watching me right now. Clearly, I'm on some drugs. Let's just talk about me for a second. I had a great weekend. We babysat some kids, got some drinks, went to a very uh, not-so-great uh, Billy Joel cover band. But that's okay. I still love my Billy Joel, just like I love my New York Yankees. Yes, typical prototype New Yorker right here. Let's start talking about the NBA Finals. Let's just get right into it. Starting off with the NBA Finals. Can we please talk about the NBA Finals? Because, it, okay, listen, I know I know. last week I was going on and on about Warriors are going to crush the Raptors. It could be four games. Did I really say that? No, what I did say is that without Durant out there, Ka- Kawhi, I almost said Kyrie, my goodness, Kawhi Leonard <clears throat> has a real shot at taking it to the rim, at crushing the uncrushable Warriors. Little did I know that Pascal Siakam, who would have a career-high 32 points, he was 14 for 17 from the field, that's 82.4%. Shooting. He's the first player with 30 more, 30 or more points on 80% shooting or better in the NBA Finals since 
Shaquille O'Neal with the Lakers back in 2004. That was against Detroit. The Warriors, going into this game, they won 12 straight game ones uh, in an NBA series. And, uh, well, they lost that, right? They lost uh, 118 to 109. Raptors, they're 9-0 in the playoffs all time when they score at least 115 points. The problem is this postseason, they average 100, they've had 108 points per game at home and 101.3 on the road. So they're going to want to score a little bit more than that. Again, though, even though Durant is not on the ground scoring as many buckets for the Warriors, they've still had Draymond Green. He's had 10 points, rebounds, and assists in game one, right? That is his third straight triple-double, and he's only the third player in NBA history all time to have three uh, uh, three consecutive games with a triple-double, and that includes the great Wilt Chamberlain and Russell Westbrook, who did it in 2017. 17? 17? I need to stop talking. All right, either way, listen, a lot of numbers, stats, whatever thrown at you. The big deal here is the, the Warriors did not win game one. The Raptors took it to them. They won the game, and now they only have to win three more. Warriors have to win four. Durant will not be playing, is not playing in tonight's game, which is going on right now as we speak. Um, nope. Instead, uh, Raptors have another chance, and then uh, they're going to have to bring it home. The other big storyline in this game is Drake. Listen, that dude's not on the bench. He's just he could be sitting in the stands like a fan. Instead, he's walking out there giving shoulder rubs and high fives. He's yelling smack at Steph Curry. Listen, I appreciate the fandom, Drake. Honestly, you are killing it right now as a fan. But you're not a member of the Toronto Raptors. Please remind, remember that. I mean, we, do we really want a repeat of Spike Lee or, um, I don't know, generic famous person interfering with an NBA game? No, no, you really don't. Either way, uh, that slight advantage, I guess, for the Raptors, they're going to lose that in game two and three. Um, I'm sorry, two and three. They're going to lose it. They, they don't have it in game two, but three and four, three and four, um, things are going to shift back to the Oracle, and uh, the Warriors could have a chance, but uh, we'll see what happens with tonight's game. Now, before we move on to the NHL, we got to find out the score. Um, of the current the Warriors-Raptors game right now. So I'm going to direct it over to my good pal, Siri. Oh, ah, shoot. Alexa! Alexa, what is the score of the Raptors-Warriors game? Right now, the Raptors are leading 59-54. Woo, 59-54. Raptors leading the Warriors. Clearly, I've outsourced my... Uh, News talking to uh, Amazon this week. Sorry, Amazon, if you're listening out there, please don't sue me. Also, I'd really like a Nintendo Switch. All right, now let's talk about the Bruins. What a series this has been so far. We're going to take just let's get right to some highlights. Game three of the Stanley Cup Finals. Listen, this is the Bruins. The Bruins, the Blues, returned to St. Louis as their first home Stanley Cup final since May fifth, nineteen seventy, when they took on guess who? The Bruins, who, by the way, they beat them. 
teams that lose in game three at home tend to fall behind two to one. Uh, there, there are just one and 13 in winning the Stanley cups. That's, uh, that's not good. Listen, Boston absolutely crushed them in this game. Absolutely. Positively. They didn't score just one. They didn't score just two or three or four or five or six. No, the Boston Bruins scored seven whole goals. What you just saw on our screen for our YouTube watchers was not one of them, but You'll have one coming up in just a short second. No, instead, the Bruins came out. They absolutely crushed them. There was the goal. Very pretty. Um, and uh, uh, basically basically uh, got some revenge for uh, their eight-game win streak, which was snapped uh, during their last game. That was the club's longest win streak, actually, uh, since they won nine in the Stanley Cup playoffs in 1972. Uh, this is actually their fifth straight road game in a single postseason, and uh, that's a tie with the 1970 team. Again, that 1970 team, we know, beat the Blues. Now, actually, one of the bigger names uh, in this series is not your Brad Marchand. I mean, Patrice Bergeron's doing pretty darn well. Of course, Tory Krug, he had, what, a goal, three assists. No, but uh, a big surprise was Joakim, Joakim Nard Nardstrom. Sorry. He had the third star honors in game two. Uh, he's only the third skater since 2004-2005. That was the lockout year. Third skater since that year to have at least one goal, four shots, and five blocked shots in Stanley Cup final, joining two players. One would be 2013 Patrice Bergeron. The other, Nick Bonino, 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 Bonino for Pittsburgh, and those of you who don't know what the hell that just was, uh, you should definitely go see some some Nick Bonino uh, goal calls. Uh, they're quite spectacular. Anyway, um, either way, Bruins myrtleated the Blues, myrtleized, myrtleated, horsepower, power horse. Uh, either way, things are not looking good for St. Louis. They'll probably come back strong, but again, this is a young team taking on some very experienced players with the Bruins. I still don't see this as going in their favor. Yes, they had a great win in game two, um, but really it's more of the same. And, and, and honestly, that game two loss, it was an overtime loss. It could have gone anyway. The Bruins could be up three, nothing right now for all we know. Um, so it's really hard to take that. This was a great goal here. Only a few seconds left in the first period. Boston's up three, nothing at this point. And, and essentially they won the game. So, all right, let's uh, let's move on from here, because I don't think you want to see the rest of this bloodbath. And with that, I want to go to a commercial break. But don't go anywhere, because when we return, we're going to talk about my team in Bet Stripes, along with every other team in the Major League Baseball. We'll talk about these standings, and after that, we'll recap, we'll find out more about what's going on in the Warriors game, and then... We're going to take a commercial break, come back, talk to you about the AFC, NFC, NFC football stuffs. Oh boy, stick with us, friends. Sports, sports, sports. We will be right back, back, back. Lillard, a chance to send the Thunder home. Lillard, long range three. And it's good! And the buzzer! Hello friends, I'm Nick Trago with the Sports 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 Podcast. Do you have an amazing product you're trying to sell? Well, let me tell you exactly where to shove it. Up your butt! 
I'm just kidding. No, what you should really be doing is trying to peddle it on my podcast. That's right, we're offering free ad space for anybody interested in selling their amazingly amazing products. All you have to do is email me, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com, so we can figure out exactly how to get your message out there and on the air. So once again, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Shoot me an email, and I'll be waiting patiently by my computer. Listen, I grew up in in New York, on Long Island, you know, going to Yankee games all the time. Yeah, you can call it a couple of Mets games here and there. Not fun to go to, let me me tell you that. Much more fun going to the Yankee games, though, even though, you know, it's $400 for a beer and you get to sit in some really uncomfortable bleachers. But, hey, that's the price you pay to watch your team win games. And that's what the Yankees did this weekend. But it's not always about them. I know, I'm wearing my pinstripes, even got the hat to prove it today. There we go. Uh Uh-oh. No, let's talk about some of the other teams and uh, their matchups from this weekend. Angels and Mariners this weekend. No shocker here. Uh, The Angels won three of those four games, and they're actually uh, one game below 500. So good on you, Angels. Uh, Good on you indeed. The Mariners, of course, continue to look terrible. I think people were expecting more from them this season, but uh, just hasn't shaken out. Uh, No, Mike Trout, though, Trout and Matt Calhoun, they had uh, two home runs in Saturday's game, helped them win at 6-3. Heaney, he had 10 strikeouts, and the Mariners made a trade this weekend, but we'll get into that when we get to talking about the Philadelphia Phillies. No, instead, what we're going to talk about first is the Orioles and Giants, two basement dwellers facing off in a series that nobody really cares about. Listen, Giants have had some easy uh, people to face this week, including the Marlins. Uh, then they faced the Orioles. They actually lost the first game, uh, but did win the last two, 8-2, to 8-1. Two, to one. By the way, today's win over the Orioles, that is Bruce Bauchi's 999th victory. He's been the manager of the Giants for a very, very long time. So uh, congratulations to him, and uh, no doubt that uh, he will at least get to 1,000 this season. Uh, I'm not sure when it's going to happen, but they do have a couple of upcoming games with the Mets this week, so it'll actually probably definitely happen in this next series. Twins uh, struggled a little bit against the Rays on Thursday, but then they got their groove back, winning three straight against one of the top teams in baseball. But the Twins, man, they're hitting home runs left and right. They're going to be a tough team to get past. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. It's the Twins. Come on. They'll make it to the playoffs. They'll do really well. But listen, I'm not expecting a World Series from these guys. Now, I did already mention the Phillies, but I will welcome their newest member, Jay Bruce to the team. Great time to join on as uh, you just got swept by the Dodgers. So they're really going to be looking for more here. Um, unfortunately, not a great weekend for the Phils. They got shut out today. Eight nothing. Uh, hopefully they can have a uh, better showing against. Let's see who they're playing this week. 
Oh, nope, that's the, the Diamondbacks. Well, we'll take a look at, at who they're playing in a short second. While we pull that up, let's look at our nation's capital, the Nationals, who actually have had a pretty good uh, couple games. They won at least two against the Braves. Uh, they lost the Reds, but then they won two straight. So, um, yeah, they're actually creeping up there a little bit in the standings, and that's really going to help them here. I think they just brought in a, a receiver, uh, Fernando Rodney. I believe. Uh, so that's going to be a big help for them. And jumping really quick back to the Phillies, it's the Padres that they are playing. So uh, good chance for the Phillies to gain some grounds, although the Padres are not the pushovers we usually expect from them. Uh, so they might have a tough time against the Friars. We'll see what happens. And we did mention the Braves uh, did lose. They actually lost three straight to the Nats and then uh, went to the Tigers here. Uh, but they they managed to refine their magic, beating the Tigers 10-5 and then 7-4 on uh, today. On today. By the way, before I move on, I, I should mention that that series against the Tigers that was the Braves' first uh, home victory against an AL team since 2016. Woo! Gotta love that interleague play. Brewers. Man, they were scoring home runs. They were scoring home runs. They've been scoring a lot of runs. Uh, they won 11-5 on Thursday, 12-10 yesterday. That was in 13 innings, by the way. Um, but uh, they did lose one to the, Bra the Braves, the Pirates, um, and then they won Sunday's game. So overall, they won three straight games this weekend. Good luck for the Brewers. And Sox of White continue to unite versus the Indians winning three of those four Games, another big four-game series. Lucas Giolito has been the star for the White Sox, uh, shutting out the Indians today as one of those uh, wonderful series games. Cardinals, they would end up sweeping the Cubs this weekend. They did lose Yadier Molina, unfortunately, because he's on my fantasy team. Kind of need that guy, but that's okay. It's all right. Uh, they're, they're starting to push themselves back up in the standings. They've kind of been up and down all season. So looks like they're on the upswing after a huge sweep over the Cubbies and the Rangers push themselves back up into a winning record, uh, after, well, they did lose, they did lose one game to the Royals, but then they won three straight, uh, it's going six, two twice. And then five and one that was in today's game. And so now they have a 30 and 27 record Rangers. Moving up in the standings. And the Rockies, they, um, well, they look pretty darn good. Sweeping the Blue Jays. Not bad at all for Colorado. They're on a big uh, rush right now. They did beat the D-backs uh, twice. They beat the Blue Jays uh, three times. So now they're at a 31-27 record. They're moving their way up the standings in a very, very tough division. Speaking of those Diamondbacks, they looked pretty good against the Mets this weekend, winning two games. Uh, they did they did lose uh, one game 5-4, that was on Friday, uh, but then they won in extras yesterday, and then the 7-1 victory today. Report floating around about the Diamondbacks and how close they really were to signing, uh, to drafting Mike Trout back in 2009. Guys, it doesn't matter, even if the Diamondbacks ended up with Trout, a generational talent. They still would have traded him away. Look at Paul Goldschmidt. And the Astros, they looked pretty good against the Athletics uh, this weekend. Uh, what's his name? Justin Verlander. Have you heard of him? You remember him? Yep, he passed Ty, uh, Ty Cobb. Passed Cy Young on the all-time strikeouts list this weekend. Congratulations, 
Mr. Verlander. Uh, right now they are locked in a duel with those A's at 4-4. Four and four. They're in the 12th inning. Let's see if the Strohs can complete the sweep. And the Miami Marlins are taking it to the Padres right now. They're winning 5-0 currently in that game. Uh, today's game, uh, while I don't have the final score for you at the moment, I will say that the third inning was hilariously stopped by a herd of rabid bees. Yes, the, you heard me right. The letter B. No, I'm just kidding. The bumbly kind. Yes, bees overtook uh, uh, Marlins Park. Today, as they, I'm, I'm sorry, no, they're uh, with the Padres. Uh, where are the Padres play? Oh, shoot. I'm about to get an email from a 100 Angry Padres fan because I couldn't tell you what the name of their crummy stadium is. No, I'm just kidding. It's actually really gorgeous. Just can't remember the title. Uh, either way, bees attack the game, attack the players, attack the fans. They had to uh, postpone it just slightly. Play continued. Marlins are up. 5-0, they're likely going to win that game. And last but not least, my favorite thing to see this weekend, the Yankees beating up on the Boston Red Sox. Yes, for weeks they've been talking about how the Red Sox are on the rise. This could be the team. This could be them coming together to win the division. Well, guess what? The Yankees continue to crush. Now today, scores 3-1, still the bottom of the fourth. Yankees got plenty of time to come back, but man, somebody released the Kraken because Gary Sanchez is out there crushing them left and right for the baby bombers. Now, let's talk about a little bit of the standings here, okay? Now remember, a few of these games haven't ended yet, and that's okay. It's really not going to make much of a difference. The Twins continue to remain on top of the Central the Chicago, wait, am I seeing that right? The Chicago White Sox have moved up to number two. Yes, that's right. Indians of 4-6 in their last 10. They're dropping down. Indians have pushed just slightly ahead of them. They're technically tied, though. And then you got the Tigers behind them. Regardless, the Twins are up. They're up by 11 and a half games right now in the Central. Going over to the East, like I said, Yankees still on top. The reason those Red Sox are highlighted, I'm not really sure, but I have to laugh at it because it's so funny they stink yankees eight and two in their last 10 three straight wins listen the rays they had a good run but they're starting to get worse they dropped three their last three yes they're heading the wild card uh by five games but uh oh we'll see we will see so uh yeah moving into the west the astros of course of course the astros are on top i mean come on it's the Astros. They're actually tied with the Rangers, who have had a big weekend. Listen, they're 6-4 and four in their last 10. They've won three straight. Meanwhile, the Athletics dropped four, so that really helped push the Rangers up a little bit. Um, and, and in fact, whichever team is in second here is the wild card team. So, it, it, you know, it's kind of funny, because a few weeks ago, I remember us laughing about how the Astros were the best team and the Rangers were the worst team. Well, now... No one in Texas is laughing. Be I'm still laughing because <laughs> it's just funny. No one in Texas is laughing because your teams are tied. It's exciting. Blah, 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 blue, blue, blue. Oh, wait, they're not tied. What's wrong with me? I'm sorry. Rangers are eight games back. Yes, they're in second. Yes, they're they're the second place uh, wild card team. They're still eight games back. They are pushing ahead. But uh, you know what? I'm not even sure what I see. I'm embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed that I said they're tied. Either way. No one expected the Rangers to be here, but this division's such a log jam. It, it really could have been any one of these teams. The A's, the Angels, I guess even the Marlins, I guess. 
Uh, the A's, in fact, are a game and a half behind in the wild card race. Let's head over to the Western. Not the West, I mean the National League. Here we go. Padres on top in the Central, the AL, the NL Central. Uh, they are up uh, 34-26 over the Cubbies. Cubbies have a game and a half behind them. They are one of those wild card teams at the moment. Them and the Braves, of course. Uh, the Cardinals, they've won their last four. They're not far behind the Cubs. Um, they're, like I said, they've been kind of a roller coaster ride this year. Uh, the Reds, I gotta say the Reds aren't a total embarrassment. In fact, they could get ahead of those Padres. They could. It could, in fact, happen. Hold on a second. I'm just, ugh, gotta adjust myself here. Whew. Sitting in one spot for too long. Just, <sighs> makes you, makes you gotta scratch yourself in some places. All right, moving on. Eastern Division, the Phillies on top. However, They've lost four straight games, and the Braves, who have won two straight, they're pushing themselves towards the top of that division. The Mets aren't far behind them, uh, although they're four back in the wild card. And then you have the Nationals, who are maybe on the rise. They're 7-3 in their last 10. I don't know. And then the embarrassingly low Marlins. And last but not least in the West, the Dodgers have a commanding lead of the uh, NL West. Rockies are really crushing it right now. Eight straight victories. Perhaps it'll be enough to help them. Padres and Diamondbacks are down there. Uh, they're not far behind as well. A lot of teams really fighting here. But the Dodgers, it looks like the Dodgers could just run away with this division, which is weird. The last two years, we haven't exactly seen that. It could have been anybody's this year. Unless there's some kind of collapse. I'm really seeing it as uh, the Dodgers winning the division with either Rockies, Padres, Diamondbacks, insert whichever team you think is going to lose in the first round in that wild card slot. Yes, I don't see them getting very far. And with that, we are going to jump it over to a commercial break. But before we do, Alexa, what is the score of the Raptors-Warriors game? Right now, the Raptors are leading the Warriors 59 to 59 to 54. Wow, it sounds like nothing really has happened since the last time I asked her. It's okay. Either way, we're going to find out more about that and more. Oh, God, I got the hiccups. All right. Let me get rid of these hiccups. Let me go get a drink of water. You go get a drink of water, a soda, a Fanta, that's still a soda, an iced tea, an Arnold Palmer, a Jimmy Jammy, and a Shirley Temple. We will be back as soon as you drink all of those things at once. I don't really know. Just do it. Okay, we'll be right back. Let's talk about some football. Bye. Kevin Miller. Right back ahead. It's DeBrusque with a step. DeBrusque trying to get ready. Watch Gardner. He pivots inside. Gets himself out of position. DeBrusque is able to get it to the forehand. And that's a nasty goal. Hello friends, has this ever happened to you? You're walking down the street, you're super hungry, and you go to reach for a licorice stick and ah, oh, you don't have one. Well, now that's no longer a problem with the licorice machine. That's right, this nifty 40-pound backpack straps straight to your back with a tube that connects directly to your mouth. Anytime you're hungry, just suck that delicious licorice right out of the tube, you suck it right up in your mouth, and you enjoy the spoils of that. Alright, that's a pretty bad advertisement. But you know what would work better here? Something of your own design. Do you have an ad? Something you're trying to sell? Maybe just a happy message to share with my fans? Well, this is your chance. 
email me, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Breaking pitch out to a left. Going back on it is gone. A big fly. Walk-off style. And the Angels pick up the victory by the final six to five. Now, last week, I took the top question going into the NFL season for every AFC team and answered them with my own brand of Nick Drago magic. Now, this week, I'm going to take those same questions and kind of twist it over to the NFC. Now, all these questions came from an ESPN article that was released last week, so I'm giving ESPN some credit here. Good work, guys, for getting me these questions. All right, NFC, let's do it. Okay, let's start with America's favorite team to hate, the Dallas Cowboys. Can the Cowboys take that next step this year? Listen, last season they started 3-5. and five. They rebounded, won the division, made it to the playoffs. Listen, Cowboys haven't made the postseason back-to-back since 2007. There hasn't been a back-to-back NFC East champ since 2004. The script is there. They got an uphill battle to climb, uphill Hill to battle. I don't even know. Either way, last chance for Jason Garrett. Get this team to play together. It's the deepest they've been in a decade, or you're probably going to be fired. For the Giants, how long until we see Daniel Jones? I'm still scratching my head over this. The Giants had a fantastic opportunity this year to make themselves a team of the future. They could have gotten a real winning quarterback. They could have kept Odell Beckham. Instead, they're in some kind of weird, we think we're rebuilding, we don't think we're rebuilding mode. Regardless, we're stuck with Eli 2 in uh, Daniel Jones. Daniel, please prove us wrong. Honestly, it could be at any moment. Eli could throw 500 interceptions in can- Oh, wait, he's already done that. Eli could throw 500 interceptions in a game. Oh, he's done that too. Listen. Just start him now. Who cares? doesn't matter when the Daniel Jones era begins because the Daniel Jones era has already begun. And guess what? The Giants aren't any better because of it. Carson Wentz. Can this guy stay healthy? You remember Carson, right? He's the starting quarterback of the Eagles who did not bring them to a Super Bowl victory or an amazing win over the Bears. Let's be honest. They got lucky. Thank you, Double Doink. Uh, Either way, the Eagles, they let Nick Foles walk, and while Nick Foles is not a fantastic starting quarterback, he is a fantastic backup, probably the best in the game, and it would have been really nice if they could hold on to him. The money just wasn't there. Wentz has never been healthy. Wasn't healthy in college. He hasn't been healthy since he came to the pros, and the Eagles are trusting this guy to somehow stay healthy and get them to to a championship? Listen, you better hope that he's got the best of the best working with him. Guess what? I know they don't, but it's okay. You better hope that Wentz can get them some semblance of a healthy quarterback this season, or the Eagles, well, you it'll be a long time until you see another Super Bowl for them. Is Jay Gruden, is Jay Gruden really going to be able to keep his job? Listen, you're starting uh, a rookie quarterback in Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, you have Case Keenum, but uh, there's a lot of, question marks here this team just they're not better they're not worse Dan Snyder I mean who knows who knows what kind of job security this guy's got honestly um there really shouldn't be much expectations for the Redskins but if there are then 
Sorry, Jay, but you're probably going to be done after this season. Moving into the AF, uh, NFC. NFC North is Mitch Trubisky a starting, not, not just a starting, a franchise quarterback. You know, I got to say, he actually impressed me last year. I thought he was going to be an embarrassment. I thought he was going to be like a Mark Sanchez. But last year, he had a 95.4 passer rating. That's pretty darn good. He got Chicago to the playoffs, a team that hasn't been there in, well, quite some time. Matt Nagy and him seem to be uh, gelling well together. Nagy's offensive scheme working off. Yes, the kicking situation could be better. <laughs> I already mentioned the double doink, so I'm not going to mention it again. Oh, I already mentioned it again. Whatever. Either way, 24-year-old quarterback, really good passer rating. He's uh, this could be this could be another great year for Mitch Trubisky. I, I gotta say he's one of the exceptions of players who maybe do a complete turnaround 360 after one season. Do the Lions buy in to Matt Patricia? I bet Matt Patricia is kicking himself right now. He could have stayed with the Patriots and won another Super Bowl. I mean, come on, man. You were basically going to be the next Belichick. You should have stuck around or even waited for a better team to come calling. Instead, you end up on the Lions. And granted, yeah, you go around walking around there like you are Belichick. You're not. Not yet, at least. You got to win some games first. Even Bill understands that. But uh, the locker room really turned against you very quickly into the season. So... Hopefully they can build a team more in your image and, and maybe this will be a better year for Detroit. I don't think it's likely, but uh, you never know, Maddie. Is Aaron Rodgers going to mesh well with Matt LaFleur? Listen, LaFleur's a 39-year-old first-time head coach. He's only a few years older than Aaron Rodgers is. And Rodgers has more, probably has more experience than LaFleur ever will. I think this team has more problems than just coaching. Um, I think they'll be okay. Rogers, apparently every once in a while, there's these reports that he's, you know, actually kind of a diva out there, but, uh, it, everything's just so quiet in green Bay. It's hard to say. Can Kirk cousins bring the Vikings to new heights in year two? No, no. Listen, I never saw Kirk cousins as being a fantastic quarterback. He's definitely getting paid well above what he should be. He lucked out in being the only quarterback available that season with any chance of potential. Yeah, he did some crazy things you wouldn't have expected with the Redskins, but the guy's never really been a winner. I don't think the Vikings were any better for bringing him in. They looked terrible last year. No, I don't think he brings them to new heights in year two. I just don't see it. Can the Falcons remain healthy and become contenders again? Uh, yeah, you know, they were hit pretty hard the injury bug last year. They lost Freeman, they lost Keanu Neal, Ricardo Allen, Andy Levitre, Brandon Fusco, and Deion Jones. Deion Jones missed some significant time. Listen, this team is, uh, this team's actually pretty darn good. Remember, they did make it to the court, to the Super Bowl a few years ago. Yes, they hilariously lost after having a huge lead. Um, I think the Falcons are good. I think they'll do as they always do. They look decent. They could make the playoffs. They could not make the playoffs. It really goes either way for them almost every given year. So yes, I think they'll stay healthy this year. And I think they'll uh, they'll at least look pretty darn good. But um, I'm not seeing another Super Bowl run or anything like that for this team. Is Cam Newton finally healthy? Listen, he has had his second soldier, shoulder surgery in the last three seasons. 
Uh, hopefully that he can stay healthy. I mean, this guy was an MVP at one point. He was a superstar player at one point. Led to a Super Bowl at one point. He's not the same guy he used to be. And he really hasn't been for a while. Now, part of it is the Panthers really struggled to get any form of semblance, any any type of star power around him. He's been the guy in Carolina for a very long time now, almost 10 years. Um, and realistically, that, that's got to change at some point. It really does. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like it's going to change this season. Yes, I think Cam's going to be ready to go. No, I think the Panthers are going to be terrible, and so they will not be ready to go. Now, some say that the uh, the New Orleans Saints and, and Drew Brees himself is some kind of godlike hero, but really the miracles have been against them the last season. You had last year's no call, which was huge. You had the Minneapolis miracle. That was huge itself. We play it all the time in, in our bumps. Uh, listen, I think Drew Brees and the Saints, they're a great team. If this isn't their year, then it's not going to happen for them. Drew Brees has to retire at some point, right? Right? Yes, he does. Um, I, I'm really pulling for them. I really am. I'd like to see this be Drew Brees' year. They just got to keep their stuff together at the right time. Can Bruce Arians work his magic with Jameis Winston? Actually, I, I definitely think he can. I think Winston has um he has a real shot to be a, a pro talent in this league. Yes, he's already a pro. You know what I mean? I think he could be a really good quarterback. I'm not seeing him as like one of the elites in, in 10 years or anything, but, um, you know, a solid stable guy like a Mariota, you know, somebody you just have that's reliable that could potentially bring you to that next level if need be. Yeah. You know what? I would say Jameis Winston could fit that bill. And with Bruce Arians whispering in his ear, even better, Kyler Murray is he going to be what we want him to be? How is he going to throw? How is he going to run? Is he able to get hit? Like, this guy, such an enigma, but the number one overall pick always is. I'd love to see Murray really pull out some top-tier talent like Baker Mayfield did. But it's too soon to tell. It's all... Everything's going to be about him, though, in... Uh, in... Uh, Oh my God, Phoenix. <laughs> Everything's going to be all about him in Phoenix, and I, for one, am excited to hear about Kyler Murray's career. Are the Rams still a Super Bowl contender? Um, yes, absolutely, positively. Now, the one thing I have to say that's that's scaring me about them is, uh, is Todd Gurley. Listen, we don't know how bad his knee issues are, but uh, if they are, really bad, you're going to need another top-tier running back in here because he was part of this franchise. He is one of the reasons why they're so good. Goff and McVay together, I'm really excited to see this team pull off another big season. But without Gurley, they're going to struggle, and they're not exactly in an easy division either. Hard to tell. I'm not seeing Super Bowl again for this team, but they're young, they're hungry, I think they're going to be pretty darn good. Is Jimmy Garoppolo the player the 49ers think he is? Listen, a series of big wins two years ago, not too bad, but he's only had 10 NFL starts in three seasons. This guy showed off some talent. He looks like he could be a star, 
but it's been three years and he has yet to prove it. Yes, injuries and yes, some pretty bad teams that he's on. I'd love to see Garoppolo go full Jimmy G on the rest of the NFC West, but ah, I'm just not feeling it just yet. I don't know what Belichick saw on this guy, but uh, he has not shown it on the field at this point. And last but not least, the Seahawks. Is this team any good anymore? Honestly, they lost Earl Thomas, Frank Clark, Doug Baldwin. They keep losing big-name players, and, uh, you know, they did the same thing last year, and they actually got better. Um, Listen, I think they're a great team. Well, really, no, that's not true. I think Russell Wilson is a fantastic player, the type who can make them a great team. But, guys... Put some players around him. They won a Super Bowl because they had a slew of top-tier talent. You don't have Sherman anymore, okay? You don't have Thomas. You don't have Golden Tate. You have nothing. You have Russell Wilson. Great. Get the guy some help. Let's talk about our athlete of the week. It is Patrick Mahomes. Yes, he didn't do anything athletic, although he did crush some this weekend at the uh, uh, Blues Bruins game two. So ga- uh, game three, I mean, game three. Got to give the guy some uh, real credit for that one because he-, he chugged it like a man. Thank you, Pat Mahomes, for everything you do on and now off the field. Actually, you should see this guy play at Top Golf. He is amazing just hitting balls left and right. All right, with that, let's take one last look at the Raptors game. Alexa, what is the score of the Raptors Warriors game? At the moment, the Raptors are leading the Warriors, 59-54. All right, 59-54. You heard it here. Raptors could possibly win it. Could they go up 2-0 in a series? Oh, better hope Durant doesn't come back in Game 3 because it's going to totally turn things around. I'm telling you, I'm still going Warriors whether Raptors win tonight or not. All right. Getting off my soapbox. Special thanks, of course, to Johanna Drago. She is the content editor, logo designer, and set designer for this podcast. She is also my wife, and I love her so much. Um, Of course, the music for this show is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. Special thanks, as usual, to our top fans out there, including Mary Kay Albert, Lori Drago, Lois Butler. Happy birthday! And uh, plenty of others, Joe Calabro, um, and uh, lot, just a lot of others, a lot of others out there who I got to always, of course, say thank you to. Whew. Now, if you like what you heard, you can email me at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Remember, find us on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Look at that. I remembered all four. Only took half the episode. But I did it. Remember, you can like, comment, share, email, tweet, tweet, Twitter at us, and all those other social media things that you like to do. Don't Snapchat me a picture of your junk. I don't want it anymore, Timmy. I just don't. So stop it. Everybody else, though, feel free to send me whatever random picture you want, I suppose. Just not your junk, please. Pretty please. All right, friends. That was loud. Good day today, good show today. Really enjoyed hanging out with you, but you know what? I gotta get my butt on the plane because I'm going to game four of the Stanley Cup playoffs. No, I'm not. I wish I was. I'm really jealous. Really jealous of those who are. Enjoy the game, folks. Good luck out there to both hockey team players and 
everybody else. Maybe by next week we'll have a Stanley Cup champion, but we shall see. Stick around because we'll have another episode last week, next week, as we do every single Sunday. Friends, it's been a pleasure joining you. My goodness, it's been a pleasure joining me. Have you been joining me? Me joining you? Let's join together. Thank you for watching Sports 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 with Nick Drago. And you know what? Have a good night. Caw-caw!